a template or an analogy. Or when you hear someone say, it goes like this. That person is drawing an analogy to give example to that situation that they are talking about. Well, that's what I want to talk about today. So here is what's coming up next on Let's Talk with Teresa Ann. Hi there, I am Teresa Ann with Let's Talk with Teresa Ann, and I am your host, and so grateful that you are joining me via YouTube and podcast. How many of you know the Lord's Prayer? You can find it in Matthew 6. And what I find interesting is, you know, we focus on that prayer so often because Jesus said, if you're going to pray, pray like this. But if you back up to the scriptures before he actually gives example to how to pray, he says this in Matthew 6, verse 5. He's addressing um, when you give or when you pray, don't do it for grandstanding reasons. So um, in, in the first part of chapter 6, it says, when you pray... Don't be like the hypocrites. Well, what do the hypocrites do? They love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth. That is all the reward they will get. But when you pray, go away by yourself. Shut the door behind you. And pray to your father in private. Then your father who sees everything will reward you. Then he further explains, when you pray, this is what you don't do. Don't babble on and on as people of other religions do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them, for your father knows exactly what you need, even before you ask him. So pray like this. And I love this. So Jesus isn't saying, let's let's be very clear. This is exactly what you pray, and you better not mess it up. He's saying, here is an example of how you pray. This is the structure of how you become aware of God as you pray. See, I don't know about you, but I know me. When I've prayed for people and I've seen breakthrough happen, there is something about the ego that says, oh, it was because of my prayer. So prayer is never to cause us to be aware of how good we are. Prayer is actually calling us to the awareness of how good He is. So look at the template of this prayer of how to pray from Jesus himself. So before you start praying, this is what he says. You say, our father who are in heaven, hallowed be your name. So it's first saying before you do anything in prayer, 
first acknowledge who you're praying to. Who are you, Teresa, acknowledging as you pray? And as you acknowledge who you're praying to, you become aware of how amazing he is. My awareness is heightened to the highest point by saying, wow, God, you who are in heaven, your name is greatly to be praised. Hallelujah, which is the highest praise. Okay, watch this. So first, in the template that Jesus says, all of a sudden, oh, wow, God, I get to pray to you. I get to give my highest praise to you who are in heaven. Now watch. May your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now watch this. If you read the chapter before in Matthew 5, what is Jesus talking about? He's talking about what we have so often referred to as the Beatitudes. So it's when we're in him, we can't help but be the things that he talks about. Being poor in spirit and you shall inherit. So actually, let's just go there, okay? So God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses those who mourn for they will be comforted. God blesses those who are humble for they will inherit the whole earth. God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice for they will be satisfied. God blesses those who are merciful for they will be shown mercy. God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called children of God. And God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for his name's sake, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things about you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. What I love about this is when he's saying, God, your kingdom come, your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. So here it is. When I become aware of you and your holiness, I can't help but be poor in spirit. For I know my need for you, God. Um, I can't help but be kind to the unkind. I can't help but love my enemies. How? By doing good, by praying for them, and by blessing them. By doing good to them. In Proverbs 25, 21 through 22, it says, When your enemy is hungry and thirsty, give them something to eat and drink, for it will be like heaping burning coals upon their head. And so often we say, kill them with kindness. But truly what it is, it's the kingdom of God coming into the earth when we become aware of his presence. 
It isn't about praying his presence in. It's about being aware of his presence. And how do we do that? By acknowledging that he is God and that he makes the earth his footstool. And when we become aware of his awesomeness, what we think about ourselves fades into the distance because he is almighty God. And then we can't help but reveal the kingdom of God into the earth. So all of a sudden, when when we're doing things for the Lord, because we have the attitude of I get to, instead of how oftentimes I can be where I'm like, ugh, I got to do it again. Oh my gosh, why is it that I always have to take the high road? Why is it that I always have to get my big girl panties on? Why is it that we don't go there anymore? We still might a little bit, but now we're aware of our attitudes. It's so amazing, isn't it? So here, how do we shift our attitude? By immediately acknowledging him. And that's prayer. That's truly praying. First, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us our daily bread, right? And forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who have sinned against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom forever and ever. Amen. So watch what happens again. When we acknowledge him first, you can't help but be stirred to now see opportunities that once you saw as opposition. Opposition now is turned and flipped. Flipping the script. Opposition is now opportunity for God to be seen within the earth. That when we hear of stories of friends maybe getting made fun of for the cause of Christ, not being made fun of for their own opinions, but truly being made fun of for the cause of Christ because they stood up in love. They were kind to people when others said, don't be kind to them. Don't give them another chance. Don't waste your breath anymore. And yet you still do it. It's because you've decided to no longer see yourself as a doormat, but you flipped it and now you're seeing yourself as a welcome mat for the king of glory to enter into that situation and do things that you could never imagine. So on today's Flipping the Script Monday, I want to say thank you for joining me and remember what this show is all about. It's all about bold inspiration, revealing God's goodness. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to Let's Talk with Teresa Ann. I also want to say thank you in advance for liking, sharing, and subscribing to both my YouTube and podcast channels. And if you haven't done so already, if you could go to our iTunes on Let's Talk Studio, that would be so great if you could write a review. 